Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your home for all things wrestling. This week we'll be talking about POW. POW POW. POW Pro Wrestling. Prestige. Prestige. A-E-W. Maybe W. N-W-A. It's around. Well, I mean, yeah. Matt Cardona is the champ. Impact. Did you see his tweet? The tweet the other day? No. Oh, so good. He's like, Dusty and or Dust, uh, Cody and Brandy didn't have to leave AEW just to get a shot at my title. Seems kind of drastic. Uh, are you talking about Good Brother Matt Cardona? Yep, Good Brother Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah, it is. And the person that does not like that Good Brother is me, your host, your legend, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with that Good Brother lover. The Humorous and Database, Corey Mack. That was weird. Brother me softly. That's all I have to say. And the chosen one, Mike Booble. Brother me hard. Hey, now. Hi, Daddy. Then you like this ref, huh? Because, goddamn, muscle gramps here in the muscle shirt. He must work out. Check those out. The bonds on that guy. Jesus Christ. Mother of Lord. What are you cutting out, Shelly, for now? You got buns that just won't quit. So, guys, we went to POW Pro Wrestling this past Saturday night. Animal housing. Animal housing. Uh, the, before the show, me and uh, the producer, Mr. Chosen One here, went to the uh, Mystery Science uh, Theater housing. Theater 3000. Yep. For No Holds Barred. And I will say that I have never seen that movie. <laughs> I have never seen it. Apparently, Danhausen had also never seen it. That's <laughs> what it seemed. Because he was enraptured in that movie. It's, it's Kurt Fuller, brother. Oh, Kurt Fuller. How could you not watch a movie that stars Kurt Fuller? That movie is something. I just... Damn. As a guy who's seen all eight seasons of Psych, I still think of No Holds Barred first when I see Kurt Fuller. Ghostbusters, too. Damn. Yeah. I've, was that the main like bad guy, dude? Yeah. yeah. I know him something else and I can't place he's it. In he's been in about yeah, he's everything. For sure not psych. Oh, okay. He's been in everything. Like, From it's like it's five so, on. It's actually that thing. It's like that uh if you bring up an actor, like what role do you equate them to? Like regardless of the like the how popular the movie is. It's like that there's a I just can't place the movie that I'm thinking of when I think of him. You pull up his ID and be and it goes for quite a while. Yep. That motherfucker's been in the business for like forty years. Oh. So we went to that I had a great I think we had all had a great time. It was, it was funny. Uh it w- I remember doing it for the queue, which you can listen to at nosoentertainment.com. There it is. And early episode of the queue. One of the early you listen ones. Listen to those dulcet talents, uh, tones of one Jeff Mack. The voice of here. a generation. And um, I, I just like forgot about it. <laughs> Watching, I was like, what is going on? I mean, it was better than that fucking Piper one we watched. Body Slam? That movie sucks. Body Slam sucked. Which well, the Holds Bard is definitely better. What which, was the point? Which you can listen to but at like, NoSoundTamer.com. They're, they're it, both bad, but Body but Noel's Bar was bad in a good way. Body Slam was just bad and boring. Oh, I love Body Slam. I've got a, Oof. like I said, like, one, just because it, it was on TV a lot growing Man. up, right? Like, I feel like I'm only seven years older than you guys, but that's a long time in seven pop culture. Seven a big deal. So, like... I remember there was like 27 channels, and half of those were like news and weather and cable that we didn't get our premium, like HBO and Cinemax. So like really, there's about 18 channels to choose from, and I saw Body Slam so many times. Man, really terrible fucking movie that is. But anyways, we we did did the Dolls Bard, and then it was event time, sir. It was go time. 
we'll start off with the uh, we had the special guest whatever Housen with Mr. Dan Housen as the special guest whatever he was but what did you guys think of the use of one Dan Housen? I mean there really wasn't anywhere else you could have put him in like it I get the idea of using him because his name did bring in people I kind of would have made him the ring announcer to be honest uh, I don't know. And then, like, or he could have been like the co ring announcer, just mess it up. I mean, he did commentary on Prestige last night. I wonder. I didn't like. I didn't pay close attention the entire night to the commentary team at Pow. I don't know if he sat in. The for producers a match. said she never saw him over there. I don't think she. I don't think he was. I think they just used him for what they had and called it good. Um, well, let's break down some matches because what type of what. Type of country are we in? County? Country? Oh, this is Blanchard country. That's right. Hmm. As we start Fuck the, the Blanchard. Start the night First off of with the ham, Hammerstone and the Blanchard brothers versus Malcolm Flex. And the Cool, cool Heels. It was a good match. Was. It was. Bubba just yelling the entire match. Bubba Blanchard is a force. Ref, that's illegal. <laughs> I am telling you, Dr. Luther is a Blanchard. I think it's Luther Blanchard. I still do not understand how people wrestle barefoot. It freaks me the hell out, dude. And I watch MMA, so like that is fine to me. But like, I think it's because other guys wear boots and shit, and like Mm -hmm. sometimes just like straight up like shoes. So I'm just like, why are you by your like barefoot? Holy fuck! Mm -hmm. It freaks me the hell out. I hate it. It was a good match. It was fun. I, I once again. One Mr. Hammerstone gets like turned on. Yeah, he just got turned on in MLW too. Yeah, it was a bad week. I mean, fucking hell. What's happening, man? It was a bad week for him. He gets turned on all the time. Nobody likes your boy Hammer, Corey. What's that about? My boy Hammer, look, he's still my boy. I don't know. If you're taking taking Blanchard's side, he's not your boy. Blanchard, but. But. That's fine. I'll be Hammer's boy. That's fine. This is Blanchard country. (laughs) It's a problem with Travis Williams. And, uh, you know, it's just what happens. You know, you, I, like I said that night, Hammer, he, he's a little rambunctious, a little... He doesn't always take the time to look around him and see the score. We've only got 40 years of television history to prove you can't trust a Blanchard. All I saw was that it took seven people to beat up Hammerstone. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not saying he's... they're du- all yeah. cowards. He's Cowardly double, heels, I tell hey, you. Hey, he's double tough as shit. He's my boy Hammer, but you don't trust a Blanchard. Because Why? Because this it, is Blanchard country. There it is. <laughs> and Please. we do Blanchard things here. Please. That's right. Uh, then we also had a toga party. So well, hold on. Let's go through match by match. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think what was the second one. Was it second Funny one Bone was and Kikio? Oh, Kikio, who was supposed to wrestle Alley Catch. But flight issues. I actually think we got a better match out of it. Uh, I forgot the the uh, wrestler's <laughs> name, but it was a it was a Portland pro. Re- he's, a, uh, he's a younger wrestler. Yeah, uh, he's Chris Chris Hot something to do with pot because yeah. the whole thing is he's a metalhead pothead. Yeah, and uh, he reminded me of a lot of the guys I hung out with in high school. Um, like I said, you probably you probably knew the guy in high school. I probably did yeah. smoke with the guy at one point. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. I did see another classmate from way back when at that show. So, you know, rocking an evil Uno shirt. Because you got to join. You join the recorder. 
It was a good match for uh, you know. I, I felt bad for uh, Kikio because like she as in her first pro- in her promo, she's like, "I've had five matches back since my return, and something has happened." That's rough. In every single one. And I'll tell you what though, like no joke, she has improved. I saw her a couple of years ago, and that match she was not great. Uh, she has got much more ring commanding like presence. And she looks better, like actual wrestling. Like the time off must have done her some good or something. Because at least this time I was like, "All right, all right, bring her back. I wouldn't mind seeing her again." Losing Alley Catch definitely hurt some star power. Yeah, it did. that's a bummer, man. It did. There's no doubt about that. People will definitely want to see this some Alley Catch. They say yeah. that they're going to try to bring her back as soon as possible. You know? I suspect we'll see her. Yeah. I suspect we'll get we'll yeah. some Alley Catch. Weather, you know, when, you, when your flight's canceled because of weather, or what the fuck you do? Yeah. You, live, you live on the East Coast. I mean, she I mean, spoke forever, so she said, fuck Ohio. So Yeah, right? Well, you know, fuck Ohio. Yep. Um, do you remember off the top of your head? Oh, the next match? Because I have the card in front of me. The next why. match was the number one oh. contenders match. Calvin Takeman versus Juicy Fina. The match of the night for me. Holy, f- yes. Oh, this holy match. shit. It scared me. Was this, we were so we were front row as no seller Tamer does. That's what we do. So in, if you want to come see us, we'll in be Blanchard Country. That's right. I mean, we got to get shirt. It's for sure. We need. Yeah, this is Blanchard Country. Blanchard Country. I'll be in the middle. Oh, not Blanchard Country. <laughs> hey, on it. I'll tell the producer. <laughs> yep. We got to uh, do this. Gross. Anyways, like bl- bright pink, Brett pink. <laughs> yes. Gross. Balan- in black letters, Blanchard, Blanchard right, Country. I'm getting a Hammerstone shirt then because you uh. guys suck. Anyways, uh, yeah, this match, uh, so I felt a little unsafe being in front row. A little worried suck because these are two big bastards who beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> I felt a little concerned <laughs> at one point because they were like right in front of me. Yeah. And, and tipsy. Yeah, and I had made you know the three of us at the end, Devin, my kid, and me had made the cha- decision. <laughs> we ain't moving. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that was just all there was to I, it. I was afraid because they were fighting in front of us, and then there was a spot in the ring when they go back in the ring, and then they do the uh, like corner splash spots, and like, we're like, did the ring? Oh, the ring, the ring moved. Move. It slid. Uh, but we, we watched the ring break too. Yeah, like a little bit. Yep, yeah. that happened. Uh. And there's always there's that one spot like where everybody like who's a wrestling fan is like man I'd take a chop that'd be cool and then they're nope. outside you're like no nah, fuck all that right in front of us fuck they did the chops all that dude I'm not trying I'm not trying to feel that I would not let either man chop me nope holy hell would you take a chop or like the back elbow from Tankman uh, back, back elbow, elbow. <laughs> I'll put it this way if I was dead and laying on the corner <laughs> slab if you need I uh, still wouldn't let either one of them chop me. It might bring me back to life. Clear! <laughs> yeah. ah! <But laughs> clear and they get juicy. <laughs> so at one point, uh, we thought we were going to get a superplex, which, uh, I mean, Jesus. If only. But then it's uh, eventually the finish. Tankman jumped off the top rope and Juicy caught him and hit a Samoa drop. These dudes, hey. These that dudes is bonkers These to two are two strong motherfuckers. And this match kicked all kinds of ass. I it love did. watching Haas fights. The Little Database. I'm a oh. big fan. We spent some time with old Calvin Tegman. Yeah. No, Calvin Tegman. Shout out to Calvin Tegman. Yeah. He's not only a great pro, but a pretty cool fucking dude Talk to us well. for a couple minutes, man. Talk cool. to us about. Cool as hell. He really liked seeing that I brought my kid and I was engaged in it with him. He said when his 
when he was younger, he would beg his dad to take him to wrestling shows, and his dad would just sit there with the newspaper. And, oh, that's cool. Like, in the front row, just reading yeah. the newspaper. And yeah. like, so <laughs> like he, he, WrestleMania. He loved seeing us all. Like, that's who, who do you know? How, how do you know? Man? Yeah, right. Uh, so he loved seeing us there engaged together and having a good time. He's a cool dude. That's uh, cool. Juicy's a cool dude. Great was, match. Oh, man. I'll see uh, some more of them, please. Juicy is obviously coming back. He's the number one contender. Yep. But I want to see some more Tankman, too. Yeah. I'll never turn out some Tankman. Yep. Maybe go after those. Bastard branches. Heavyweight hustle. Well, then it's a different story. Yeah. Because after all, <laughs> I mean, first of all, this is Blanchard country. First of all, this is Tankwin country, first of all. Blanchard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Blanchard. But yes, go I on. I hear you, but Blanchard. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> then we go on to the uh, Brian Zane. <laughs> Toga. Toga party uh, tuffle. Now, so it's a scramble. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I hate this movie. This movie is stupid as hell. Animal House. Anybody who likes Animal House has yeah. low IQ. Having said that, know. this match was phenomenal. It was, it was fun. really, it was fun. really fun. Stupid fun. Stupid yeah. fun. And I have to give a special shout out to Pitfall Jones. <laughs> my god that dude was great <laughs> i need more pitfall jones in my wrestling that dude was fantastic <laughs> did we give up with the germans bomb pearl harbor <laughs> no we did not <laughs> uh pow panda versus Caden cassie versus uh konami code versus double impact versus hbq versus la bruja uh, it was fun. We, we saw a fan almost die. Yeah, that was. Uh, we were hoping. <laughs> that was fun. He would have got what he deserved. And old, uh, old me and big time uh, Devin Dahlberg were ready to play security if he ran towards the ring. Oh we, yeah, we were gonna beat the living piss out of that dude. I mean, who'd have to get by me first? I was on the edge. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, edge of glory, baby. Uh, but no, no, were, I was it, literally it, on the edge. I mean, like it, I was the last one. It was fun. It was fun because the winner of this match gets an instant uh, title shot against Steve Mix for the. That's no good piece of garbage, Steve Miggs. For the YouTube championship. And it was just like one of those things of once everybody came out and they had the little area for the the, uh, food fight, the table, toga party signage and stuff. And I was like, Panda's winning. You thought so? Yeah. I kind of thought so. I thought so. And uh, did you see Steve Miggs' tweet about how he's like he's telling his daughter that the time i wrestled a panda, panda in court. <laughs> eugene oregon <laughs> at one time um, uh, they, so they fought up into the crowd they found the cr- I, i'll be honest it took me like two minutes in the match for it to go oh it's a scramble so it's like the first pin and then whoever gets the last pin it'll get hit me like two minutes into the match because someone got a pin right away i'm like is he eliminated? Is it over? <laughs> What's happening? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's a, you know. The bump he took, too. I was like, did he die? <laughs> we got some, uh, we got a food fight. Food fight, yeah. Which is great. Guys jumping off the uh, first level. Yeah. Food fight! Uh, the well, first of all, we'd be remiss. We haven't mentioned it yet. Sorry, dude. But during this, the champion himself verified Steve Biggs. Boom. Along with King Tut. Himself, Mr. Ulala, was up in that first balcony watching yep. this, like looking down on all their all their peasants. No good bastards. Get out of here. I mean, that's a hell of a suit. <laughs> okay, from that, that was a hell of a suit. <laughs> it was. Uh, you know, the suits are us if we picked that up. They're <laughs> watching. We get the, uh, I think it was HBQ. 
Yeah, he's the one that did the jumping jump. off the top, uh, yep. like first level of the MacArthur Court. Panda gets the final pin, takes on Steve Miggs. Shenanigans, Shenanigans happen. Steve Miggs can't win an honest match to save his life. Danhausen comes out, curses him. Yeah, curses him, and then just leaves. Just leaves. <laughs> do what he needed to do. Yep. You know, curse somebody else in the back. <laughs> I curse you. But uh, La Bruja comes from under the ring, and she uh, holds the panda's feet down. Unbelievable. I had visions of Rude and Heenan against Warrior <laughs> at WrestleMania Five. Unbelievable. Holding the ankle down, my God! My God. Steve Miggs can't win a match on his own. Someday. You know there's going to be a name for this group that looks to be forming here with Ulala and Bruja and Miggs. No. I don't know any French kind of terms. I'm guessing what they could be, but... Uh, you know who might, Corey? What? I know. But you know what? You can't hit us with it. Hold on. Rick and Martana, we we. Come on, Rick and Martana. Old bits. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call a callback. That's a callback. Uh, then we uh, <laughs> we come back from, uh, I think we went to break after That's intermission. intermission. We had to do that. And then we come back to Funny Bone, Funny Bone versus Jaden. This was good. Man, Jaden takes a beating, man. Oh, He's boy. a good wrestler. At first, I wasn't sure. Man. Zen, uh, Zen saw on his Twitter like six months ago. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he was calling it quits. I'm glad then, he's not because yeah. he's good. He proved it last night at the Pursuit Show, too. Funny yeah, Bone's funny bone frightening. That's a frightening dude. Funny Bone. He's, he's just he's, he's he's off, sc- man. He When I got in line, because I, I, I mean, uh, you know, the former host, Jeff Mack. Who? The voice, the voice of Generation. I'm not familiar with him. The Lonely Toshi? Uh, the Lonely Toshi. Okay. That guy. Uh, Mr. Pi, uh, Mr. Pi Man himself. To the best himself. of my recollection, I have no idea who that is. To the best of my <laughs> recollection, I don't know who you're talking about. The Pi Man himself, he got me a uh, No Holds Bar v- I, uh, VC- VHS, but it's the Japanese cover. Would I know him from anything? Um, oh, you you put his package in your mouth. The Sherry's and Cement of the... We don't mention that. We don't talk about the Sherry's Incident. Uh... But this man, he gave me a... Uh, possible Thanksgivings. I don't know. Possible, who knows. <laughs> potato, potato. Uh, he got me the uh, uh, VHS of No Holds Barred with the, the Japanese uh, cover. You know, because it's from Japan, that movie automatically gets like another half star. 100%. Yeah, without question. And we saw No Holds Barred, and then I showed Mr. Booble the cover. And he's like, you should get this signed by Danhausen. And I did. And like I was in line, and like I turned left for, like one second, and like Funny Bone is like, I like I locked eyes with him, and he was like, just like the death stare. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? Look away! Like just looked away. <laughs> so at one point, uh, the producer said that she saw somebody like a kid getting like meeting him, and he was like for a picture of he was like choking the kid for a picture. I was like, holy hell, dude! <laughs> I like me some Funny Bone. I mean, my son digs Funny Bone. He thinks Funny Bone is awesome. Your son is the weirdest kid. And he's like, he's <laughs> already so great. He's already put him in like his top ten favorite wrestlers of all time. He's all like, we need is a Bray Wyatt Funny Bone match. Your kid will lose it. <laughs> he don't. He want to know who to That's pick. That's like wrestling Nirvana for him. Like, oh! <laughs> uh, it was a fun match. Uh, high intensity. Lights would start shooting out of his eye. And mouth <laughs> and like, for over fifty years. Yeah. No, Jaden hung in. Actually, won. Yeah, 
Because, you know. Roll up. Shenanigans. But shenanigans. Damn shenanigans. What can you do? We can move on to the next match we can talk about. I mean, yeah, you're the host, man. That's right. That's, that's right. Train along. Thank you. As it was <laughs> No Lives oh, Matters of uh, Cleaver and Drexel versus <laughs> Pax Americana of MV Young and Dark Sheik. I think in this instance, I would just say it was Pax Americana and or Pax Hurricane Rana, according to Danhausen on Prestige last night. There it is. There uh, it is. Taking on Cleaver and Der- Drexel. I wouldn't call them No Lives Matter because. That was no functioning team. Which was odd. The uh, <laughs> yeah. producer popped for Dark Sheik. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know who I really like? Drexel. Yeah. Drexel's I don't know why. Good. I, I really dig Drexel. I would say this. The one downfall of this match, and it was a good match. It was Cleaver. just Cleaver. Yeah. I, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's just like the idea of... Uh, I think Sheik did like an arm bar or something, and like he went the opposite direction, and like, like it looks sloppy. It was. I don't know. Like, I'll put it this way. Sometimes when you have a man uh, and a woman, uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, either a man and a woman or a size discrepancy of that, yeah, uh, of that difference. It's hard to do regular like moves like that and make it look super clean. Mm-hmm. It's just it's too much of a of a change. She got a a, a really nice, a pleasantly surprised with the reaction she got. A lot of people knew who she was, so that was cool. Yeah, a lot of you know, I one thing I love about right now is that indie wrestling is hotter. I mean, yeah, <laughs> than it ever mm-hmm. has been in terms of like. Less people watch wrestling now than ever. Yep. It's true. However, you mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I'll finish your point, then I'll give you mine. However, those people who watch wrestling really like they go into like the certain areas. They're, like, they're super into the indies. They're super into W Oh, yeah. give me all of it. <laughs> so, they're super into WWE or they're super into AEW and they don't they don't but the ones who are in the indies, man. You know what it is now? Because it. it's no longer like as big nationally as it used to be. It's baseball. Baseball is so regional now. It's just like that. Like the indie scene, it's, like your local indie scene is where deal. it's at, man. Is it? Which to me, I love because. Because AW and WWE are kind of, it's like Yankees, Red Sox. Like, yeah, we yeah. know they're there. And we're cool. But. The cool part about if one of live, them, you know, in Colorado, you go see a Rockies game all the time. Like you're there for that, dude. Yeah, that's, right? what, that's what it is. You're not wrong. Is the NBA getting kind of like that too? The ratings have slid. It's also just a bad product. It's, it's just not good. Uh, from what I watched last night, you're not wrong. Um, and also, LeBron it, is better than Jordan. It's Put getting it to be like it was in the '70s and '80s, where even with those huge national companies. The localized indie scene is passionate. Like this is my area. Yeah, like it's your wrestlers, man. I mean, it's like, your look at, promotion. Look at it. Look at me. Like last night, halfway through that prestige show I was watching on IWTV, I was like, you know what? This this is too good not to watch. Why am I wasting time with like WWE? I like your shameless plug from DX. That was great. See, it's great. <laughs> See, so like I thought, you know what? From now on, I'm just gonna fucking. I'm going to focus on Northwest Indies. I'm going to watch all of AEW. That's not changing. I yeah. love the AEW. But see, AEW is the one company that also encourages you to check out those indies, too. You know, it's like, 
Well, they let their guys go do indies. Yeah, and then they'll talk about it. When someone comes in, oh, yeah, this person's from here and has done this, and you should check it out here. Like, you know, like, Powell's probably not going to get the Omega, but, you know. No, no. But we could get Chaos Theory. I wouldn't mind having, you know what I want? Fuck it. We'll Book some, it now. We'll get some Varsity Blondes. Joe, you familiar with Chaos Theory? Mm-hmm. Dr. Luther and, and Serpentico. Ser- yep. He, and Serpent- Serpentico was in... Uh, DOA? DOA, Portland, yeah. like, like a month ago or so. I want the Blanchards against Chaos Theory because I want Dr. Luther on one side screaming and Bubba on the other side screaming. They just scream at each other across <laughs> while, the ring. While the other two are trying to have a wrestling match and not knowing what the fuck is happening. Mr. Ulala, if you ever hear this, book that shit. Book it, Dano. <laughs> book it, Dano. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, this was good too. Uh, Pax Americana was over. Yeah, yep. I've never seen MV Young. Same. I believe the producer has. Yeah, he, he looked good. Out. Yeah, looked no, good, yeah. nothing to complain about there. Yeah. They seem to be a really popular tag team. Shaw, Shaw. Oh jeez. All right, boys, and the main event. It's time we were to play the game for the main event. Sorry. As it's Titus Alexander defending the POW Pro Wrestling Championship against Vinny Marsaro in a what? Sicilian street fight. Shocked us. Shocked us. But good match. It was a really good match. God, Titus can go. Titus is great, man. man. Titus is a star. God, he is so good. And Vinny. Jesus. I've seen Vinny wrestle for 20 years. (laughs) Like, I don't think I saw him as a rookie, but I've seen him off and on since the early 2000s. This region's Nate Webb. Yeah, kind of. Just the yeah. old, the old dependable uh, hand who's really good and still around. They're, they've got a couple of them there. Uh, Jeremy Blanchard's been doing this since the late nineties. Yep. Vinny Massaro. Uh, I don't know about Drexel, but he's he's no he's not he's no new guy. You know what I mean? Like there's, and I like that about them. You need that talent that's been around to wrestle the people like Titus and Jaden and of that ilk. To get mm. you over, right? To get you to teach you. Yeah, you can learn more. And I think from, Titus trained with Vinny, right? Uh, Big Ugly, the Big Ugly Dojo. Big Ugly is another Northwest mainstay for twenty something years. Uh, you can learn more from wrestling Vinny Massaro for five minutes than you could going and training the performance center. Yeah, uh, for a year. It's yeah. the way it is. So I love the fact that they're using people like that, and he still can go. It's yep. good. Uh, this went all over the place. Uh, it's, this one is going to be this one and the scramble are going to be fun to watch on the show because we'll see angles and stuff that we missed live. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the ending, Joe. Uh, As it looked, I believe it was uh, Titus Alexander's dad who came down because Malcolm Flex and well, it was Big Ugly. Big oh, Big Ugly. Yeah, the Big Ugly came down. That was I, I. I thought it was. Oh, that's okay. I thought it was his dad. No, it's a trainer, Big Ugly. Okay, Big Ugly comes down because Malcolm Flex and who? The Blanchards <sighs> come on out yeah, and nice. they uh, jump one. Tyus Alexander. So Big Ugly comes down and and um, uh, all jump and then they uh, who was it was it Flex had him in a submit Big Ugly yeah. in submission mm. yep. and Masaro had like a shirt around his like choking out yep. uh, Alexander and was like you got ta- he forces him to tap 
yep. to stop the big uglies attack. Yep, tap or nap. So your new POW Pro Wrestling champion, Vinny Massaro. Vinny Massaro. I wouldn't be surprised if Big Ugly teams with Titus at some point. The producer knows what's up. <sighs> shenanigans. Producer on. Zinn, I love you. Shenanigans <laughs> on this podcast. Shenanigans, I'd say. Because this is Blanchard, Blanchard Country. So new Power Pro Wrestling Champion, Vinny Massaro. Vinny Massaro. I I'll be honest, I was shocked. We were all I think we were all shocked that the uh, like just a month long reign, you know? Yeah. But hey, good storytelling. Yeah. And you know what? It's always good to have your first baby or champion the baby face. Yep. But there's more it's always about the there's chase. more fun in the chase. Yep. yep. So now you set up a dominant uh veteran heel with a stable with a, around with him. Some lackeys. With some lackeys. And you'll probably get Big Ugly helping Titus. Some other baby faces coming in. Hammer probably, probably at hammer. some point. Here, here, here's, like, here's I like the, this. Here's what I was thinking. Because. War games. Like, it was jokingly, <laughs> but I was true. Because of the fact that in two months' time, POW Pro Wrestling's be teaming up with West Coast Wrestling. Yeah, West Coast Championship Wrestling. Or it's West, it's West Coast, Coast Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling, yeah. WCPW. So in West Coast. They Alexander works down there as a heel. Hammerstone works down there as a heel. Fina works down there. Down there, you know Jacob Fatu. So it's yeah, like the joke. My, my, my idea was if you get Jacob Fatu up for Corey, you lose it. I would be like, yes, motherfucker, <laughs> kill everybody. My 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 joke. My you. joke is war games, just because of the fact that <sighs> Alexander can go down and get his crew from West Coast, uh, West Coast and then. The Blanchards and Flex and Vinny can be pow. I mean, hey, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. I mean, I'm all in. And of course, you know, I root for Vinny and the guys because what? Why? Because this, this is Blanchard Country. country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, fantastic show. Oh, fantastic show. I enjoyed the month before. Yeah. Uh, but this was, I thought, this way better. better. I'm anxiously looking forward to Live and Let Dive on March They're finding their, uh, their stride, I think. Yep, they're finding sure. their groove. Uh, you know, I think he said at one time on, on social media that he had a lot of plans before. So hopefully there's just a, a book full of ideas for the two years. He mm-hmm. couldn't do anything. Because, I mean, they're, they're I'm enjoying the shit out of this. He needs some ideas. We did have some fantasy book a couple years I ago mean, at DustEntertainment.com. And I got to say, I wrote some good shit. All gravy wrestling. AEW's <laughs> <laughs> doing a lot of the shit that I wrote. So it was a great show. <laughs> so on Sunday, March 20th, at MacArthur Court. Live and let dive. Mm. The, it's a hard V at the end. Yeah, hard V at the end. You know, We don't want McCartney coming after us. <laughs> Is that a... Uh, or, or Axel. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, I thought that was a Prince song. Uh, no, no, Paul McCartney wrote it. It's also the theme to a... Crosby Bond Stills movie. and or Nash. <laughs> and or Kevin Nash. Little known fact. <laughs> yes, that's true. A ten-year-old, a ten-year-old Kevin Nash debuted at Woodstock, playing with his friends Crosby and Stills. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a brand. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, they grow up. They grow up fast in Detroit. Yes, they do. Uh, they did announce for uh, Live or Let Die a couple of matches. Live or Let Die, Dive, Dive, Hard V. Hard V. We don't, we don't want them at Courtney Lawyers. Get that V in. Get that V in. Take V in. Get be in the V. C4 <laughs> versus Midnight Heat. Yes, please. I mean, that'll be, f- yes. 
Uh, brand new prestige tag team champions. C4. C4. That's right. That'll be a fun match. Yeah, well. And then the main event, it's... We got we to gotta tell Cornette about Midnight Heat. If he well, how does he not know? How does he not know about these he people? see these guys. So in the main event, it's a six-man tag. However, it is the champions versus the number one contenders. And if the number one contender pins any one of the champions, they win the titles. And the champions are... The I believe it's the uh, Sonico, Kita Murray, and Vinny Massaro. Uh, Sonico is the DOA, and uh, Murray is the Without a Cause champion, and Vinny's the POW. And they're taking on Jaden, Rebel Kel, and Juicy Finau. That is such a weird team, but... That's... Yeah, uh, yep, whatever. <laughs> it's like Survivor Series. <laughs> With the Rebel Kel, I yell more, more, more. Uh, that was one, for Devin right one there. One big there time is. will be very excited next month. Yep. When the six foot stunner, although I got to say, when uh, when it was reported that Ali Catch couldn't make it, a lot of people asking for Rebel Kill. A lot, and he had to let him know that she's on vacation. A lot of people wanted that six foot stunner. Ah, uh, she's again, she's one of the staples she's of the so Northwest. Over. And oh, you know man. what? Good for her. She, Every area what? needs a a, a female. Mm-hmm. And since uh, unfor- unfortunately we had a great one in Nicole Matthews, yeah, yeah. damn but it, due to some arcane stupid loss. Thanks, Obama. <sighs> what are you guys seeing that idea of the the, the From Nicole Matthews? I think it sucks. Yeah, I think it sucks. <laughs> and she needs back in. Let let her in <laughs> the match. Oh, the match I, idea of a. Uh, I like it, and I'll tell you why I different. like it because how do I say this without. Being that coming off as prickish, just be prickish. No, because I, you know, the, the company is owned by some dude I like a lot. Uh, it's a lower level indie in the area. Like, mm-hmm. I think in time it can become bigger if they keep doing good. Yeah. Uh, but it's just getting its feet under it. So it's it's the smaller ones. It's, it's an the, upstart. It's the baby brother to Prestige and Defy and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with, and they're not in Portland, they're in Eugene. So you have to come up with interesting, out-of-the-box ideas for each show to get people to come. You can't just rely on the same old, this time it's Hammerstone and Flex one-on-one. I mean, the diehards will still want to come, but you got to get those people in. So you got to come up with interesting ideas. You know, they had the Toga Party scramble this time with Danhausen around. And then the around. Rumble the one last time. Yeah, the Rumble last time. They got this interesting three-titled Scram, uh, six man tag. And then yeah. The month after that's the WrestleFest. Yeah, it's the Re- West yeah. Coast WrestleFest. You know what date I that mean? is yet? Um, I do. It's a it's Saturday. April twenty fourth. It is a Saturday. I had it right here. I was like, so it's not Mania weekend then. No, no I'm saying it's the twenty fourth. They're usually a month apart. Okay. Um, I just had it. Kind of surprised there I haven't seen these guys. Uh, yeah. April twenty third. Twenty third. Okay. I believe it's a Saturday. Yeah. All right. All right. Good news. So like. And it's smart. I don't know when shows are going on next for the other ones, but it's smart to run the day before a Prestige or a DOA because if somebody's in town, uh, you know, in the West Coast for the weekend, maybe you get them down for your show as well yep. with the Danny Housen effect. Yep. So, I mean. Like, everybody that was at POW was almost yeah all at Prestige last night. You, who was running the, you know who was running the time bell and the music? No. Oh, the King Tut. Nice. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Yeah, Zane was on commentary. Zane was on commentary, but yeah, he he tweeted he tweeted uh 
watched live and he put a picture and it was the computers with the music and the bell right there. I'm nice. Like, see, it's all a big family. So it's like smart to run Which on is that. good. Yeah. You want these like warring ass like indie promotions, no, man. I don't want warring you need ass to indie promotions. Work together it and does nobody any good. No, it's terrible. Let it's an old saying and it's outdated, but they haven't come up with a new term yet for because there's a lot of women now too. Yeah. But it's like let the boys get work. Let the boys get work. As many companies as possible. Just let them do yep. it. That's how you get better. Uh, I'm, I was looking up to see if Prestige has anything, and they and you know, don't. The the week of when the in the April, April, Canada just opened its borders, mm-hmm. so those who can legally come down. So damn it! But I mean, Artie and a whole bunch of other uh, people. Uh, ravenous, ravenous, the yeah. ravenous one. He might actually be defending his Defy title soon. Hey, Ooh, him and Daniels then soon because uh, you know, yeah, got a Daniels got another booking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but overall, great show. We're looking forward to the next one. Entertainment. Oh, this one was like a tight 230, 240. Yeah, they made that time. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, I thought it was the perfect length. Mm-hmm. Didn't overstay its welcome, but didn't leave you like going, really? That's it? Yeah. Like, it was good. Not like certain WWE house shows we go to. Oh, fuck okay, that was it. Fuck those, me. those are in the past, my friend. Uh, we had the best entertainment lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> or not. I had the drunk college girls behind me going, man, this is a really tight song when The Fiend came out. That was like the highlight of my night. Jesus that lasagna. Christ. Like they were making fun of everything until his music was like going for a minute. They're like, this is really tight. I wonder where you can find this. And then after that match, they're like, let's go get some beer. And left. So I was like, yeah. Check so. And I was happy because I meant they would shut up and be gone. Because <laughs> fucking hell, they were annoying. You and Zabisco, huh? Men for men and women, shut the hell up. up. <laughs> so let me admit that for me, it's just uh, drunk college girls. Shut the fuck up. So that wasn't the only wrestling that weekend. As no, God no. The next night, hold, hold on, hold on. Can I call an audible? What's the audible? Let's keep all the happy together and talk about the next night in Portland. That's what I was doing. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the shit that morning. No, I was going, I said the next night uh, in Portland. I'm used to not paying attention to the host. Yeah, I get that. One was long-winded and the other one was self-serving. <laughs> then there's you. Thank you. Uh, the next night in Portland legend. was the Ro- uh, Prestige Wrestling Roseland 2. Dose. In yeah. the Roseland Theater. By the way, when I went on IWTV after the fact and looked at the card for Rosalind 1. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't watch that one. <laughs> two. Just watch two again. Uh, the <laughs> night started off with Ethan HD, all, all caps. caps, defeating Nick Wayne. AEW's newest star. I didn't. I, I learned this from the, the old household here. I did not realize he was 16 years old. He is 16. I was like, oh my God. The dude. contract with AEW uh, starts when he graduates high school. Jesus, man. So they got him two years to go, but you know. It's like he's, signing a prospect out of Cuba. Uh, he's been wrestling since 13 professionally. I don't think I was allowed. Uh, no, <laughs> well, no, no one checks on that shit. Yeah. They saw that uh, we went from being so super strict in the '80s that wrestling boycotted the state for a decade to now like 13 year olds. No, we have junior high, no, uh, junior higher schools. They did the uh, bench warmers thing of that he was 18, and they showed a photo in crayon yeah. and a 20. With a 20. He's 18. So who's his? Uh, who's his old Faja? His father was Buddy Wayne, who is a legendary Northwest wrestler uh, trainer. 
anybody who wrestles in the Northwest pretty much was trained by Buddy Wayne, or at least Buddy Wayne's like wrestling DNA is on them. You know, they learned something from him. And his grandfather wrestled too. Uh, Vinny Massaro tweeted, he's like, he's like, I had watching Nick Wayne's incredible. I feel old as fuck. I wrestled his grandfather. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> it was a good match. I like the I like the uh Nick Wayne who will be at Pound next month. That's true. Uh, I like the the scenery of like everything around black and it's just the the, the light down is just the matted. Yeah. I liked it. I wouldn't want it for every company. Yeah, but I thought it's it made it distinct. Look. It's distinctive. Yeah, I yeah. like it. It was a fun match. Then the next match was the tag team inter- uh, invitational for the Prestige Wrestling Tag Team Championship, which was not on the card originally. It was. Man, I didn't see anything about it. Bottom corner. Bottom really. corner. Danhausen. Yeah, there was no. Was there was no. Uh, was the photo. Like uh, names. It was just a little yeah. like. As Danhausen was the commissionhausen for this night, um, as it was C four Cody Chun and Guillermo Rosas uh, versus Midnight Heat versus the five hundred three machines of Malcolm Fe- uh, Flex and a and Tucky and a the incredible shrinking Tucky. I, I was like, I was amazed when I was like, damn, that guy's in shape. Levi Cooper, yeah. a.k.a. Tucker from WWE. That's what happened? Crazy, he he lost like three sizes. Because I was like, that was a, and, not, and I don't mean like overweight fat. I was yeah, like, no. that was a husky, big dude in the in the. I e. mean, it's the kind of bio size Vince likes. Right? But then he lost, like, he looks like he's lost like 50 pounds. He, he leaned looks up. great. He yeah. looks great. Uh, and, and good wrestler. You know wrestler. what it reminds me of is um, Brody Lee. Yeah. His body leaned up and just yeah. like got mobility back. Yeah, so good point. Uh, then the uh, fourth team of Jaden, who has a match later on, and his mentor Alex Zane. Hot sauce, the sauce, the sauce. Sponsored by Taco Bell. Man, legit. Midnight Heat is fantastic. So good. Oh my god, so good. I gotta say something real quick. The name C four for this team bugs me because it doesn't make sense. The original team, it made sense. It was Cody Chung and Clark Connors, four C's, C4. Mm-hmm. But Guillermo Rosas, who, and they're a great team. It's just the name doesn't, it's like, where are the other two C's? What's going on here? <laughs> Let's go with it, right? As a C4 is your winners and your first time. Inaugural prestige. Those are nice looking belts, too. They were. They are. And As a belt uh, guy. Ooh. Those are nice looking. Crowd wanted it. Yeah, that's, they that's, were, the, that's the hometown team. It was either team. them or, uh, for me, it was either them or Midnight Heat. They were, uh, C4 was undoubtedly the hometown hero oh, yeah. favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they lost, and I felt good for them when they won. I was like, uh, Guillermo Rosas was emotional. Uh, good for them. And, mm. and, you know, they're they're a good team. Uh, I think it, Matt. In fact, we'll see him against Midnight Heat. Yep. Uh, but uh, mo- you know, further matches with the Midnight Heats and the and the, the five hundred three machines, which I was like, oh, the aerial code, I love it. Um, Malcolm Flex has looked better and better every time I see him too. Except really. for those shenanigans he pulls a pal. Well, let me. Well, what are you he's, talking he's about? keeping first bad off, company right now. Is what off, he's doing. First off, keeping bad company. First off, you know where you're at. This is Blanchard Country. Huh. Doesn't get it. He just doesn't. He just get it. doesn't get it. 
But that's I don't right. want it. <laughs> well, you know what? You're not going to I get can't it. wait for the tag match. I cannot wait. I can't wait. Uh, the next match was Funny Bone defeating the ruler of asses, Warhorse. We talked about before we started... Funny Bone known way better in POW than he is in Prestige. It's it, a little weird. Like, he got his pop. He got a pop, but it's just like it was understated. It was understanding, and then but then we're like, didn't he get? A, it sounded well, like he got a bigger pop in Eugene. If it helps, I think this match changed that. No, yeah, going I, I agree. Yeah. It does. Uh, I like this, and was, I thought this would be fun going in. Yeah, but I didn't think it'd be as good of a match. Um, weighing four thousand metric tons. <laughs> And uh, he's here to rule ass. Yep. He is Warhorse. Warhorse, to me, I root for Warhorse because he's another Danhausen. In fact, when they teamed up, they were Warhausen. Nice. Um, but he's another uh, Danhausen in the fact that he was an indie wrestler who was he was not making it. Yeah. And decided to go the gimmick route, found a gimmick, owned it, lived it, and it made a huge fucking day. He's he's the one of the most in demand indie wrestlers. He's really entertaining. Yeah, he is. He's it's, super entertaining. I loved him when Funny Bone was kicking his ass, and then he made the mistake of taking him over to the turnbuckle and rammed his head, and then he just took the fingers out and started headbanging himself. <laughs> and Funny Bone was like, "What?" <laughs> good stuff. It was a good match. And Funny Bone actually shook his hand after. Yeah. Uh, the next match, it was going to be Alex Shelley versus Dalton Castle, but Kiss from a Rose came on, and Tom here comes Lawler. one Tom Lawler. Oh, that filthy Tom Lawler. As Tom says, well, we should have a match. Let's just make this a three-way. Yeah, I got an idea. Yeah, I got an idea. But Alex Shelley goes, let's make this a tag match. A and title I, match. A title match. Play. And hey, I Lawler was not having that. Yeah, but then they, yeah. <laughs> but they... The crowd and the wrestlers like condiments. Fuck, motherfuckers. But the best part is this, and I love it. Tom Lawler took off his jorts and he had like his tight jorts on for his like his singlet. <laughs> for, but, for his, uh, but what was gear. your favorite part of that? Did you notice the other part? No. Dalton Castle standing on the second rope was all agog oh. at the fact that he had a second shorter <laughs> pair of Daisy Dukes on underneath. It was hilarious. It, it was wasn't, great. It what? wasn't like a gold dust funnel or something. It was just like a hello. What in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he takes off his shorts to show he has his wrestling shorts on. One of the was like, "Them's his f- first bump ever." What? Corey? Them's his fighting shorts. Uh, it was a great match. It was. Uh, it blows my mind of the uh, with Col- uh, Dalton's. Uh, you know, he had the little chickens with him. Yep. Well, where, do, where do they find them? They're on an island. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton was over. Yep. Alex Shelley was really over. And Lawler. And Lawler was, I mean, he's a Northwest yeah, guy. You know? Know. He's, he's fucking over anywhere he goes, though. Yeah. He'll beat the shit up here. He's not over, so. Yeah. He's cheering for him, he'll punch in the face. It's fun to watch. I mean, <laughs> of all the MMA guys who went to wrestling, in terms of actually. He embraced it the most. In terms of being a professional wrestler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he. He gets it the most. Easily gets it the most. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's good at it. It was good. It was a great, he's fun good. match. Uh, new prestige wrestling champion, Alex Shelley. You have no idea how happy that made me when that happened. Because I was like, finally, my, go- my dude is getting a little bit of shine. Uh, I think halfway through the match, I was thinking, I'm like, Alex Shelley is this generation's X-Pac. In the terms of he was always that good, but nobody really, like, 
registered it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you look back, like like now we're like, God, fucking Dwellman was great. Yeah. And people knew he was good at the time, but it was just like he's good. And now you're like, ah, oh, he was he was great. And that's kind of what's happened with Scheller now. You look, you look back at his stuff 15 years ago, and you're like, no, he was always great. You don't know yeah. what you got until it's gone. Until yeah, it's exactly. almost gone. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. That's why I'm glad he's getting his flowers now while he's still wrestling. Because, see, I mean, he, he's also a he, a physiologist or something. Like, he quite, he never retired, but he quietly went away like four years ago and did all the schooling and shit to, to have a f- backup plan. Nice. So now he's back, and it's a different mindset. It's like, I'm just going to have fun now because I do have a plan now. Mm-hmm. It's a backup. I, can, mm-hmm. I don't need this. Yeah. It was a great match. Uh, Set up an immediate rematch, yep. Joe. I, or as he kept calling it, a menage a trois. I love his This was a threesome, but next time, let's make it a menage a trois. Ooh. And then they're like, it is three. Hello. And he's like, I've been told that it's also three, but I think you're wrong. Check your Google. <laughs> yeah. Somebody Google search this. I'm right, you're wrong. But next time, at the next show next week, it will be. How about Lawler? You want to, you want your rematch? Castle, that was fun. Castle's like, I'm always in for more meat. And Lawler's like, I always stay hard. God damn. And who's the fourth they want in the Speedball Mike Bailey. So it's a four way next week on IWTV Sunday night at their Pomona, California show with those four for the title. I really hope it's not a one week and done title reign for yeah. Shelley. Because that would be totally on brand for what I mean. I hope he sticks around a while. I'd like to see him make prestige like his unofficial home mm-hmm. for a while. By the way, did you see the indie wrestlers last night who had never seen prestige on Twitter? Like X Division champion uh, Trey Miguel of no. the Rascals. No. He's like, dude, I want to work in prestige. This The crowd is fucking awesome and they bring in good guys. Yep. I want to work there. That's cool. That's That's awesome. That's a good sign when the X Division champion. As you brought up how the fact of with Rosen being on IWTV live at you know six thirty our time, it's nine thirty East Coast, and it's just like it's like the it's like it's the joke is like Oregon football. No one wants people want to watch the Oregon games, but not at ten o'clock at night on the East Coast. I know that's the one big pitfall with live sports on the West Coast. It just it sucks. Yeah. Uh, the next match was an unsanctioned anything goes match as Drexel defeats Taya Valkyrie. And the best part is before the match, he wants an autograph. He pulls it out of his pulls tights. It out and, he, and she's like, be 20 bucks. And she starts to sign it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Can you sign it as Frankie Monet? Her <laughs> NXT name. And the crowd gasped and Taya looked like she wanted to kill him. Jesus. And then since everybody's like, <gasps> It was quiet in there, and she's like, "Who the fuck is that bitch?" <laughs> uh, then uh, towards the God end, there, there was a run-in by a masked person with a super kick to um, one kick? to one Valkyrie. You know, you know who nailed it before anybody? Mm-hmm. My kid goes, "That's Ember Moon." Really? Yep. Well, I don't know how he knew that because I didn't even know. I was like, "I, so, I knew it was a woman." They, it was because they had a mask on. I was like, "It's a woman." And I was like, "Maybe it's someone from the Northwest." And then it, it was Athena. And now, uh, formerly known as Ember Moon, so I was like, "Oh wow!" In which they announced Valkyrie versus Athena April at the fourteenth, April fourteenth at the next Prestige Rosalind two. No, it's not Rosalind; it's at yeah, Cleaver. It no, go look. Oh, it's Cleaver. at the Cleaver. Cleaver, yeah, it's the yeah. next Prestige show. The same Cleaver. place Defy runs. Yeah, um, but yeah, my kid had it before she even took the mask off. I was like, "How the?" F-? I was like, "It could be." 
And then she took it off, and I was like, God damn, how the hell did you... Whatever. I guess he studies super kicks. <laughs> right? I, I was like, damn, all right. Super kick. Super kick. Um, before that, though, people were thinking like, this was going to be kind of a weird match. But she got hardcore. Yeah. she. I mean, she does that stuff in Mexico all the time. Yeah. This was tamed and from what she does in Mexico. Yeah, psycho down there. Yeah. Th- thumbtacks and doors are nothing for Taya. That's <laughs> psych and night off. I've seen her face completely covered in blood. As guys are carrying her to the back as she can't walk on her own. So this was a night off for her. <laughs> uh, the next match was a four-way match of Sonico defeating Calvin Takeman, Titus, Titus Alexander, and Jaden. Pooh, Titus looks so good in this yeah, match. Jaden just get a win. I mean, you, I mean, damn, man. You think so? He's like, at the, some point, you know can, can my dude get a win? <laughs> With the outfit and everything, he's the hurricane of the Northwest, I mean, man. It's damn, a, man. But Sonico's kind of prestigious. He's a big deal. Yeah, he prestige. Is. Yep. Um, Calvin's Calvin. He looks awesome anywhere he goes. Yep. But fucking Titus. He looked. God, like a, Titus. He looked like fantastic. a million bucks in this fucking match. And he showed uh, more charisma, too. The music if hits. He, he comes out. He's like, eh, I'm going to try that again. Goes to the back, comes out. And he's like, yeah. Motherfuckers, one more time he goes out. The third one, he gets a monster pop. Yeah. And goes Hell yeah, dude. The, and it's Hell crazy. Yeah. And it's the crazy thing, too, because uh, uh, I was going to bring up during Pow how he is a babyface at Pow, but in the West Coast pro wrestling, he is a heel. And like, he. he I mean, he looks like a heel. Yeah, but it's that funny thing of, you know, any uh, every promotion you're different. He's basically our Sammy Guevara. Yeah. I was going to say, Sammy Guevara, you know who he kind of reminds me of? Uh, Alex Riley. Say it to my face. By the way, in my training class for my job right now, at least that's the person's name. I assume it's a right. The there it is. Yeah, Alex Riley. I was like, Hell yeah. I know hard times are tough, buddy, but uh, damn. Say it to my face. Bring that up. Just mention that. Just so I mean, happens. The Miz was right. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, it was a fun match. Once again, Jaden gets, uh, gets uh, handed to. And then, and then, after the match, which. And then, and then after the match, uh, we have a uh, uh, Alex Zane runs in to help Jaden back. But then one Alex Zane turns on him. turns on him, which means then the producer thought of at the end of the tag so match because you can see him like they were setting it up. They he was it upset up. that they lost. Yep, they were setting it up, and then they nothing happened. But later on the night, it happened. I'm like, oh, there it is. I like that restraint. That reminds yeah. me of old Portland wrestling. Uh, I've, that that would happen on the old Portland. Reminds you of Piper in Portland? Uh, no, Piper no, nothing. Reminded me of we Piper my in Valentine. We no. get to that too. Uh, the next match was Pax Americano, Dark Sheik, and Envy Young defeating Bussy, or as uh, Bussy, <laughs> according to Dan, Dan Housen, Bussy based off speed. Yeah, uh, Alley, Alley Catch and Effie. About how this fat this match has to go over fifty five miles per hour or blow up. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> this, uh, this was, like, I really don't think it has anything to do with that movie. No, no, it does. <laughs> like, as, like they're as they're chanting like uh, "bussy," they're like they're, they're chanting it wrong. It's "bussy," and <laughs> this was a uh, a hardcore slobber knocker. It was. It was. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, I was getting anxious. For the main event, yeah. I mean, that's what that's the placement of this match suffered for me mm-hmm. because I was like, I knew what was next, and that's the match I really wanted to see. So I was like, come on, just get over, get over. Well, well I was enjoying it the whole time. Yeah, they're like mirror image tag teams in a way. It's like, yeah. 
Um, as it was a great match. Uh, then the main event was Malachi Black defeating Davy Richards. That was a twenty some minutes of modern day grapple fuck. And you know, and here's the and I I say it every time I see Malachi Black, watching him do the intro, his entrance during the show. Last night I was just like. And WWE had this guy in their hands did and no- did with, nothing. And with arguably, to me, an even cooler entrance. Yep. Rising up and all that. It was badass. Uh, Fantastic whatever. match. Uh, it was great. Uh, after the match, Malachi Black uh, hands out his hand for a handshake. And he tells him this is the one and only time I'm going to do it. And Davey knew better. Davey knew better, but he started to shake his hand. And then the lights, lights go out. out. Lights come up, and who's in the ring with them? Brody King. As they double-team yep. Davey Richards. As to- the House of Black is is in prestige. You're telling me that WWE had a sure thing and screwed it up? Yeah. That doesn't make, I know that that's doesn't make sense. I know believe, Mike, but they had a sure thing and <laughs> pissed it away. This was a good show. Two, two Actually, more than that, because Alex Zane wasn't advertised. Zane wasn't advertised. Uh, Athena wasn't advertised. Athena wasn't. Brody King showed up. They really pulled out. This was an important card to him, and he, the uh, the owner of the company, talked about it on Twitter for quite a while. I, I follow him. This was a really important night. I mean, he put pretty much everything he had into getting the Roseland and putting on this fucking card. It had to sell out, and it had to do good on IWTV. It was an all or nothing. I think he he hit a home run. I think, I think he did it. Yeah, I think it definitely got some eyes more on the Northwest. People from the East Coast were like. Damn, this fucking prestige shit is good. Like, what's going on? I was watching Twitter, just like one of the guys that has something to do with IWTV and and books a couple of southern promotions was like, "Man, I'm watching this show right now, and this was this is fucking off the rails." Mm-hmm. Everybody, turn in. There good was shit. A great weekend for the Northwest. The Northwest had a great weekend. Yeah, it yeah. did. Let's uh, quickly run through what happened in uh, good old, uh, you know. Saudi Arabia. Not such a great weekend. For the Elimination Champion for WWE. I have star ratings, but I didn't bother writing anything. Okay, well, you can just, uh, just give us star ratings. I'll yeah. just we'll do it quick. Yeah. Uh, pre-show, I missed because I just I was watching uh, stuff for the Midweek War Stories, which you can listen to at NoSoEntainment.com. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeats The Miz in eight minutes. The show starts off as with Roman Reigns defeating Goldberg for, to retain his... Universal Championship. Hold on, I'm a fucking moron. I can't pull up the right thing. Okay. Here we go, I got you. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated the Miz. Two stars. Uh, Goldberg. Two uh, and three quarters. Two and three. Yeah, for six minutes. Uh, rumor is this may be Goldberg's last match, but it won't be. I also heard he signed a new two-match deal. Oh, but, I, but I can't get it confirmed. I suspect yeah. it'll be at Mania. I can't confirm it. Yeah. So. Uh, the next match was the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, winner gets the title shot at WrestleMania 38. Oh. As Bianca Belair defeats Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, and Rhea and Mike Ripley. Lane. Rhea Ripley. I-, I will admit, when Rhea came out oh. in that dominatrix outfit, <laughs> uh, I put the ball gag in my own mouth <laughs> and was just waiting for her to punish me, sweet mama, punish me. But Jesus, and but, but my queen, my queen returned. But you're in, in a, you're in a dilemma, though. I know she's still playing the fucking, ment- but you know what? You stand by your hey, queen. She went to therapy. I'll stand by you. I will. I'll stand by her. I won't let nobody hurt her. I you got to stand by your queen. 
I, I, she's getting Stand help. By your queen. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You know, Tammy, why not? You're goddamn right. <laughs> I will do that. D-I-V-O-R-C. I put the... S- <laughs> Damn it. I put the swing in the chamber cell so she wouldn't uh, that one, be bored. I I'll pop that. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's fucking great. Uh, you said you want, but that she's fucking over in Saudi. Like weirdly over. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly over. I was like, like what? I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. She came out last because, you know, the stars get the entrance. Longest match of the night. This was? Yep, at 1545. Because this wasn't particularly long. It wasn't particularly long. No. The show was fucking long. Jesus Christ. That, uh, I gave this two and three quarters again. It was yep. fine. Yeah. It, it was there. The next match was Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeating Charlotte and Sonya Deville. Gross. With Ronda Rousey having to wrestle one arm tied behind her back, so she wore her gi that she wrestled in the Olympics with. Yeah, she refused to wear the uh, one-piece thing, so she just wore her gi. Which, who cares? Uh, Two and a quarter, and that's generous considering Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair were in there. Yep. There's nothing about this. (laughs) First of all, sir, it's judo, not wrestling. Bless you. Bronze medalist for your United States. Could not give a fucking shit. There it is. Uh, the next match was a Falls Count Anywhere match where Drew McIntyre defeated Madcap Moss, who decided to almost <laughs> kill, himself. kill himself. I literally didn't watch this match or the next match. I was cooking food. I I didn't watch a second of the next match. The motherfucker almost killed himself. The the front face Alabama slam. Did you miss him? He tucked his chin. Did you miss him? No. Yeah. But he tucked his chin on an Alabama I heard. Slam. I was like, fuck, dude. And then what decided to show the replay. Like, they sit in it. Of no, like, but let's they, show it four times. I read about it. They got the word he was fine before they showed the replay. And as soon as it was, they're like, oh, he's fine. Show the replay because it's cool looking shit, right? He's yeah. paralyzed. We're back in 10. But they yeah. waited until they were sure he was fine. Yeah. And, you know, they gave the credit to... Uh, Corbin for pulling him out, but I guess that's part of the spot anyway. Yeah, but it was just, uh, yeah. Um, he had to apologize to Vince, though. Madman, madman. Mad, of course he did. Because for, for the spot, I apologize. My bad for I him. won't do that again. Yeah. Uh, what do you give it? Two. Okay. Next match was for the. A lot of high ratings <laughs> here in this, this event. Excuse me. Nothing has been above three. Uh, the next match for the Raw Women's Championship Nothing's has reached three. Becky defeats Lita in 12 minutes and 15 Guess seconds. Guess what this didn't get? Uh, this got two and a quarter. This was not very good. No. Nope. Uh, however, Lita got such a huge ovation. They're trying to sign her to a Goldberg Legends deal yep. for women. I hate. I the match was okay. I I hate the fact that Lita does the twist of fate, then the moonsault. Becky kicks out at two point nine, and then they stand up, and then she hits a rock bottom, and it's like one, two, three. And it's like you just. You just did the two finishers it's that Lita just does. Weird to me that she still does the twist of fate. Like you're still doing the move. It's over. But like you cheated on the dude. Like can you not do the move? She can do the spear now. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, I yeah, it's it's. I hear you, brother. Well, she, <laughs> you're not wrong. Well, she dedicates the twist of fate to Matt, and then the uh, moonsault to Sa Rio. So. Next with the spear. Uh, um, a tag match that didn't happen was for the SmackDown. Is the uh, Usos jumped the Viking Raiders in the most uh, simplest beatdown I've ever seen to have the match be called off. Hey, Viking Raiders, thanks for showing up. Do you want to know the fucked up part? God, dude. This was always the plan. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel cut. It felt like this was the entire point. They flew those four motherfuckers all the way to Saudi Arabia to do that. That's fucking gross. Are you dude. kidding me? Because How and about it, you just don't do it. And it's not even a beatdown, like not a no. severe one. It's just like they t- uh, attack they, them, they kick them, they punch them, and then they like 
they suplex one of the, uh, I think Ivar onto uh, Eric and it's or vice for one of the two and it's just like really that's the beatdown for you to go. This match is not happening. It totally emasculated the team that's supposed to be badass Viking son of a bitches. What was their name in New Japan? War Raiders. War Raiders. War Raiders. Fuck. Such a better team name. So that happened. And then our next match, and it's time for the main event for the uh, WWE Championship as Brock Lesnar, which we knew was going to win, defeats Bobby Lashley, AJ, Austin Theory, Riddle, and Seth Rollins. Well, you can't say he defeated Bobby Lashley. So I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so yeah, he hurt uh, Lashley. Hurt. Uh, I mean, Lesnar hurt Lashley at the Rumble with those Germans. That's why he started turning sideways. That's why he tried turning yeah. sideways on the subsequent ones because he was hurt. But they had to have him win nope. to do this convoluted shit they were setting up between two other people. So he had to win at the Rumble, not get any work done on his arm in the meantime, not wrestle a fucking second, fly all the way to Saudi Arabia to. Get knocked out of the match yep. because Seth Rollins does the uh, turnbuckle bomb, buckle bomb to. Also, we're still allowing Rollins to do that move. Yeah, well, buckle Jesus. bomb into. I think it was theory through was, the through theory, the yeah. through the plexiglass that knocked uh, Bobby into a post, and then Bobby gets taken out via concussion reasons. And then I love the fact right after the show, it's like. Bobby Lashley's in the concussion protocol. So he's being flown back right now. And I'm like, Booble, they, can someone fly out the concussion? No, no, they cannot. They won't kayfabe that Sami Zayn wins the title on a taped show, but they'll kayfabe that the guy's injured for a different reason. Yeah. Instead of just telling you the truth. Yeah. This, this fucking company. Austin Theory did have a bit of a breakout night. Austin, honestly, Austin Theory, I, I enjoyed him in this match yeah, a lot. He's, uh, the spot where like he was running from Brock and Brock just kicked him through the play. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I was more scared about that. And the, then when he threw him off the fucking ceiling. I was more about the fact that he jumped <laughs> halfway up and Lesnar and like two bounds was up there with him. Lesnar is not a human being. Lesnar. F- I saw some scaling the cage. Off, I was like, fuck. Dude. First off, here's the best thing. So during the show. Ray Ripley, who I talked so, about her. Yeah, no, so during the, during the match, <laughs> you know, the lights are going off and it's like, oh, it's going to be Lesnar. But the lights go on to Bobby. So Bobby's pod was supposed to open. Lesnar was going to be the last one out. So Lesnar improvised and kicked the fucking plexiglass open. He got tired of waiting. That was awesome. Yeah. So he improvised. He went off script. It made the match so much better. Yeah. But I love the fact that he was just legit tired of being caged up and just kicked that shit out and said, I'm going now. It's so great, dude. (coughs) Somebody doesn't change anything in the match. It literally just speeds it it up. It does. It just speeds it up. Just made it like a minute and a half shorter. Fuck for us. Yeah. So he F5s Austin Theory off the top of a pod. My God. And I, I, I was telling Zen this. If you watch closely, Theory catches himself. To oh, of course. Try oh, to he does. oh, he doesn't take he, face bump. Jesus. No, 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 no. He catches himself as he's flying. He grabs the yeah. chain and yeah. like that. And and he landed on his feet. Yeah. yeah. First, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, because thank God he did. Yeah. People were bitching about that online. Can you imagine they saw the great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they saw the old shaver. I was thinking. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So pe- people were bitching online. Like, what a pussy. He landed on his feet. Like, like why the? <laughs> you get up there and let Lesnar right? throw you and see what you don't try to do. But uh, it's it's a uh, if they don't go, ahead. go no go ahead. if they don't fuck theory over with booking because this company anything yeah. can happen, but he could be oh. a huge star. I mm. see him. I mean, I started watching him in Evolve when he was like nineteen. Yeah, he's only like twenty two yeah, or something. He's, like that, he's yeah. young. 
Uh, and he was green, but you could tell he had something. And yeah. he's gotten better and better as the years have gone on. What you just mentioned, not many guys, even some of the greats, would be cognizant enough to catch themselves with the cage and direct yourself down. Yeah. Hardy would but, have taken the bump. Yeah, but at twenty three, he's already he's already got that. So that's he could be. It was good. a it was a crazy bump. I love the fact Brock wins and then he po- does the Austin Theory pose down of like it's the selfie, <laughs> imaginary <laughs> selfie. But I have to say this: I just saw something. It's fantastic. Oh, three and a quarter. There it is. Highest rated match of the night: three and a quarter. Oh, and you started at what? Two and a half. Two and a half. There it is. Uh, Lesnar. Uh, I just want to say, Lesnar's like, this is my favorite uh, version of. Oh, Lesner. this is easily my favorite Brock Lesnar. This is fantastic. He he's- comes out wearing a like a fleece jacket today, and he's walking by a kid, and he high fives the kid, and he's like, "Touch the belt." And the well, kid like, does it, so he grabs the kid's hand and taps. He's like, "There you go." After after he won, he was like taking selfies in the yeah, crowd. He was I was like, selfies "What with is the this, Brock. Brock? Party Brock? What is this?" I just love that. Like, it struck midnight on December thirty first, and Brock was like, "I like people now." What the uh, shit you, is happening? Did you ever listen to the McVie with him yeah. about how like he talks about how he still gets anxiety when he goes on uh, goes out in front of a big crowd so that's why most of the time when he's not when he's not at the next day show it's because he's going home to calm down to yeah, he says he goes out in the woods and and his he just goes hunts and, and just he fights those bears that have machine guns right? yeah well uh, Lesnar would against Lesnar that's fair yeah that's a fair fight <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't be surprised if Lesnar gave him the gun hey you bitch <laughs> throws it to him Duel. <laughs> now it's a fair fight. No, he threw him his only gun. Yeah. Now it's a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love this. I love this version of Lesnar. It's fun. Yeah. It's so it's, fun. It's basically him. Like he makes the joke about how McVie was talking about how he went to dinner with Lesnar and how Lesnar has like one of the better Austin impersonation. impersonation. What? 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 Going to Saudi Arabia. What? Going to Jedi. What? Going to come back. What? As your WWE <laughs> champion. What? I okay. Somebody, you. I think you sent the the meme in in a in a group chat the other day of Austin talking to Cody. Oh no, my the, god, that was a shoot! I heard that entire thing in his voice. Me too. I was like, oh my god! Without he's question. out here with the title. He says he's ain't got a, a contract. I don't know if the kid's working. Is he shooting? What's going on here? I saw that I meme it. and I was just like, <laughs> what? I read that too as Austin. Yeah, I heard like it in everybody voice. was just like, "Yep, there's Austin's voice." <laughs> Boy, god damn, you you got me, kid. You got me, kid. You're working or shooting. Uh, underwhelming show, but then again, I it's mean, that company. It's Elimination Chamber and and Murder Death Camp. So I, I didn't expect anything else. So what what this show did though is setting up WrestleMania, which is next month. As we have, can you tell us what's rumored or? I mean, some is official. Some are official. I got it right here. We have Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against uh, Bianca Belair. I'm not excited for it, but it pays off the SummerSlam bullshit. It'll be a good match, but only if Bianca wins does it pay off the SummerSlam bullshit. I don't think she does. You don't? No. Thirty-five seconds. I mean, well, I mean, Bianca is black, so I forgot. Yeah, it's you know, it is working against her in that company. Eh, you're not wrong. So, where is it? Uh, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns. Title for title. We're going to unify those bastards. And it's, these two have managed to pull me in every time, even though it's not new by any means. So I, I mean, they I'll, always tend to have a pretty good match. Yeah, I mean, I'll, it'll be good. Uh, Brock better not win, but should he win? I'm... 
You would think he, he in storyline telling, he the, should be winning it because he's Brock's the baby the face. Scar. Yeah. I mean, he should be winning. Well, let me ask you another question, though, and this should answer it, really. If Brock doesn't beat him, who the fuck does? Because he's annihilated everybody else. Dwayne next year at WrestleMania? Yeah, well, that's 365 days from now. Um, I want him to continue this title Oh, so reign. do I. I want it to not end, so. That's why he's got to win. I think that's I what think, I'm saying. So I if think, he does, then I think it's Dwayne at uh, Mania. I think Brock wins. I do too. I think Brock wins. Because you have him as the perky baby face right now, and it's going, getting over more and more. I, so. I, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. I'm not being funny when I say this. I. This is 100 percent my opinion. Brock Lesnar right now is hardly your picturesque baby face. Yeah. But is more likable to me than John Cena was during his baby face child high fiving years. Oh, Brock Lesnar is Steve Austin in the Attitude Era. He's not a baby face, but he is. I just mean he shows more likability than Cena during those robot years. Like mm-hmm. as soon as Cena stopped being rapper guy, which I think was smart for his career, don't get me wrong, and became truth justice fighter of all America, he became like a robot. But Lon's been neutralized. <laughs> He knew first. Uh, he didn't know first. The Rock knew first. That's true. Somehow. Still uh, waiting to know why and how, right? Um, you don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, the other match is the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Don't give a fuck. You would have to pay me money to give a fuck about that match, and I would still fake it. I would still turn the check down. Uh, a tag match that was it will be announced but because the storyline just started. Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Logan oh, Paul sorry. and The Miz. So listen to what you just said. Dominic Mysterio, yeah. uh, Ray Mysterio versus I, Logan Paul and The Miz. I couldn't possibly give a fuck about that. However, that is better than what Corey and I were rumoring. Yeah. Oh my about god. Miz and Maurice versus old uh, mixed race baby team. Yeah. So I'll talking. take this over the alternative. Uh, so. I couldn't other, possibly want to watch it. And then other rumor matches would be uh, Sami Zayn defending the Intercontinental Championship against one jackass Johnny Knoxville. Uh, Vince wants to sign Knoxville. Of course he does. Tell me what. I don't know, but he thinks he shows. I mean, I think this is because he's a actually entertaining person. And Vince yeah. Sutton was like, "We need him." I don't so know. Bad what, Bunny. I don't know what he'd do, but he wants him. Well, Bad Bunny has that contract that he can just show up whenever he wants. And I mean, to see American Badass showed up at his concert this weekend. Yep. Uh, and then uh, a rumored match, which sounds like it's going to get there because one Kevin Owens is doing his promos, and then at the very end of the promo, he always has to talk about how Dallas sucks and Texas sucks and about how he's is not excited to go to WrestleMania as it would be Kevin Owens versus one Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, I actually firmly in the camp that that's going to happen. Um, that's sad. That's unfortunate. It is, but... It's going to sell tickets. It's going to work. It will. It's, for what it is, it's the one guy they haven't prostituted in matches returning. Because he doesn't honestly come back a ton. And it's Dallas. I mean, it's going to it's gonna work. It sucks. It, I'm, I'm bummed about it, but you're right. It is for um, sure going to it's work. It's going to prostitute his legacy just a little. Which, he had the ultimate one in the ring. The ultimate legacy. The yeah. one guy who was like, no, I'm good. I mean, you know he is getting a metric fucking ton of money. That's the only reason to do it. And I can't, like I said, 
I can't blame him if they throw enough money at him. Look at Sean. Right. I mean, it's like if they're going to throw that much money at you, so do it. Corny made a point, though. So, like, he's, he's not, like, coming back for a CM Punk run. That's not what he's doing. He's having a match. One night only. Mm. And I wouldn't even call it a match. I, One night beat nope, down. Nope. It's going to be two. He's going to be in a Saudi show. That's going to happen. Mm-mm. This is the warm-up, I wonder. There's gonna I mean, there's gonna be a Saudi. If show. they're gonna throw this much money at him for this, if, then... if Vince is gonna pay, you know what the Saudi's gonna pay for Austin, oh, dude, he's gonna be it. He'll, he'll get one Saudi show out of him. That's nice. That's where I think you get the inevitable. And that, then that's gross. I think that's where you get the in, the inevitable Undertaker Austin match is yeah. Saudi sometime. And speaking of, it's the one thing we didn't talk about from the Elimination Chamber. It was made official. One well, Undertaker is going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, they. Sure. Anna- what did he ever do? Yeah, right. Who'd he ever beat? Uh, well, yeah. Did it? Uh, did he beat Tito Santana? I don't think so. Nope. No, I'm not here trying to tell you that he doesn't deserve to be the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're goof. It's a, it's a goof. Because I mean, he obviously belongs. This there. is <laughs> this what bugs me. They they announced it the morning. They have like the five minute package. They did they did, they did the five minute package during the Saudi Arabia show, and it's just like. What song did they play? Metallica. What, what, what song did the Metallica song lead into? Kid Rock. Yes, American Badass by Kid Rock. You can play it on the, the uh, Hall Live of Fame show, but thing, not, yeah. but the, the promo, peacock. but you can't do it on the Peacock? We, you, Maybe the Saudi Prince has paid for it, to be honest. That's a possibility, too. But I think everybody talking about how this needs to be a one inductee only and have like a two hour like love fest for taking. Fuck no. Because here's the thing. I don't think I think I think it should be at least three. Because hear hear me out. They're doing SmackDown that night too. They're doing a as they put it, a two for one deal. Yeah, SmackDown and then the Hall of Fame. I mean, talk about just not doing it then. It's a long taping. Uh they'll time the the speeches, so it'll be two hours. So it's So four hours. Yeah. But well, it's up. like two hours of bad TV and then two hours of speeches. You have two hours. You have, Jesus. I no, it would be longer because, look, it's two hours of wrestling. Then you have to set up the stage. Oh, they're going to be in the ring. No, they're they're going to take ropes like they did that one year where oh, they, they take the ropes, ropes off the one okay. side. Well, somebody will tackle Brett again. They still yeah. got to set up the ring, though. So yeah, that's all they'll do. And then kick all the fans back. So mm-hmm. No, they won't. They'll have all the wrestlers on stage, like, just all, like it's, watching. It's going to be stupid. Anyways. I think it'll be a three three show. Thing. I have a question for you, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll take a go again. Yep. A, who sh- uh, of the people that WWE picks from, who should induct Undertaker, who will induct Undertaker, and of anybody living, if you could pick anybody to induct the Undertaker, who would you pick? Oh, the answers are incredibly easy for me. Um, it should be Kane. Mm-hmm. It will be Kane, mm-hmm. and there's nobody else because Paul Bear is dead. I mean, it's an open case to me. It can only be Kane. I for me, I think it it will be Kane. If I'm with Paul Bear, the fact if it if Paul Bear was alive, I think but he's not. But he's not. somebody else. So I think it should be Vince McMahon. I don't think Vince will ever put himself he on won't. TV like that. No, no. He doesn't I, even like being thanked in the speeches. Be, yeah. I know, but I think it should be Vince because of the fact that this is the, as his one, you know, his golden age. Well, he's done it before. Yeah. Austin. Awesome. I thought Brett did Austin. 
Oh, but didn't Vince go on stage and say, like, the single Vince greatest? Did. Yeah, yeah, Vince did. Oh, Vince did? Yeah. Right. Well, the single greatest superstar in the history of the world. Wrestling. Well, I think it should be Vince because this is his golden egg. Yeah. This is his... If you think of Undertaker, it's going to be Vince McMahon, the, the one that thought of the idea. He won't let it happen. So I, know, I know he won't. Should be Kane. Kind of both it, of it, it'll be Kane. It should be Vince McMahon. It will be Kane. But if I could pick anybody, I'd pick Mankind. I think it's his best in ring. I think it's his Foley? best in ring opponent. Uh, Foley would give the best introduction. I yeah. do. I um, think it's. I. I would pick Mick Foley. It's for sure going to be Kane. Yeah. I. I. I, I like yours. It should be. It could be Foley. It should a lot be of too. people are saying Austin because I'm not like, gross. That's not his Fuck biggest. No, his best in ring was definitely Mankind. People have a lot of sure. rose colored glasses about that goddamn period of time, don't they? Taker. We talk about the money horse stories, which you can listen to at NoSellerTainment.com. They have. Fucking terrible chemistry. Yeah. They have terrible matches. Some of the worst matches I've ever seen. They're fucking god-awful. You've Austin. done it now. Man, I don't want to hear about fucking anti-mask Kane talking about fuck, fuck that dude. I guess if anybody has the right to become anti-mask over the years, it's Kane. <laughs> fuck that guy. I had to wear an entire a hard-ass leather shell that I couldn't breathe in when nobody was making me. I don't give a shit about what fake diesel has to say. <laughs> um, big daddy dentist. Not now real diesel. I wouldn't mind hearing <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where are we going with this? Uh, one, oh, there's uh, Drake. According to the insider, Drake Maverick is back with WWE as creative, uh, creative role, and nobody cares. Yeah, I mean, good for him to get work, but uh, Drake Maverick could be blowing me right now. I wouldn't give a fuck about Drake Maverick. <laughs> I like the boys getting paychecks. So. Yep, uh, they announced <laughs> on for Revolution. Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Drake Baker. is like Marco Stunt. Like, who yeah. gives a fuck? I <laughs> really, Christ. I really think Thunder Rosa wins the title this time. I think so. You've had her lose twice in big yeah, title situations. Just, she's she's got to win. It's time. And it's time for Britt to do something different. Yep. Break up her little team. Blame them for the loss. And then the main event has been announced as going to be Hangman Page defending his AEW title against one Adam Cole. Mm. Page will win. I think Page has to win. Page will win. Uh, I think he's... Yeah, they're not. He, I don't think he's ready to lose yet. Not they're, to Cole. Not to Cole. They, <clears throat> Cole. Cole has not earned this shot. He's like he's done nothing to earn he's this. He's like nine and zero, but he's beaten like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, like it's weird. Like he lost Orange Cassidy. They brought lights out though. They brought him in, and they pushed him, but they're not pushing him at the same time. He's not pushing himself. He's in on. The weight room. He's on. <laughs> Evo, he's on Ever uh, Ever uh, Evolution. He's on. Uh, he went the he went the other way. You know, He's in you, dark. You know those old comic books where you uh, you're the puny guy that gets sand kicked in your face and you do the muscles nope. and go back. He went from the big dude doing the kick in the sand. He's purposely going down to the scrawny guy. Even I have to admit it. I'm a big Adam Cole fan, and I don't think you need to have huge muscles to be a great wrestler. But he, I mean, he's gone too far the other way. Jesus like, man, motherfucker, dude, you're you know who he reminds me of? CM Punk. CM Punk back in the day yep. was skinny fat. Yep, that's what Adam Cole is. I wouldn't call him fat, but he's he's just like he's not but, toned. Well, sort of. I I see the point, but CM Punk also had a lot of muscle on him. Because Vince, not, no, not back in the day when like way before you. Gotcha. He looked like Adam Cole looks now. It's not it a was, great look. No, it was. And in fact, for the first like year and honestly, and a half, with Punk, because of his tattoos, it covers up some of it. It covers Cole up has some, nothing. It's plus, just trunks. Plus, he has about. Four inches on Cole. Yeah, Punk's like six three. Adam Cole is maybe five, six seven. feet. If he's it's even close five, to that. Yeah, he's, he's small, man. Um, so yeah, he's Punk's got, six three. So he's got height and he had the tattoos. So yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It feels like a cold main event, but the things they're building around it won't matter. Yeah, it's that show's going to be <laughs> incredible. In a way, we got two weeks. AEW. Well, they also just announced the dog collar match. AEW reminds me of ring up. the WF from '78 to '83. What I mean by that is. It almost doesn't matter what the title match is. No. Because you have so much talent on the undercard, people are going to flock to the show anyway. Honestly, we're doing this now. It's like the Attitude Era pay-per-views. People yeah. don't give a fuck. They're just getting ones every month, yep. regardless of the shit card they put on. It doesn't yeah. even matter what it is. It's like... But, Punk Cuddy... <laughs> shockingly. Great promo. You don't say. Um, I This may be one of my favorite Punk promos. Did he channel Cody Rhodes' pipe bomb? Um, he, he tried, but he didn't... <laughs> He uh, he thought about cutting a promo like Cody Rhodes, but then remembered that even if the straight-edge punk got blazingly drunk, he could still cut a better promo than Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so that wasn't going to work. I um, didn't see it, so they didn't put it really on the on whew. YouTube at all. Uh, on the tubes of you. MJF always references Piper in Portland. Yep. And he kept talking Piper in Portland. Piper in Portland. You know what? I have an idea. <laughs> He's like... It was going to be a cage match, but I thought he can run out of a cage. Mm. And I damn well know Wardlow can get into a cage. Mm-hmm. What I need is something where that little son of a bitch won't run. Piper in Portland. And then I had it. <laughs> <laughs> then he opens up the shoebox and pulls out the dock. I was like, MJF, will you be my Valentine? <laughs> he says it's been, he says it was like, it's been a couple days after Valentine's Day and I've been by myself. So, MJF, will you be my Valentine? Damn. And I was like, God damn it, that's good. Then the best part is he pulls out a picture of a young MJF getting an autograph from CM Punk when he had the long hair. Damn. And he's like, this was probably the most important day of your year, but to me, it was just Tuesday. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was like, God damn. Then MJF comes out shocked. Just drops the mic, walks off, and he was like, come the Sunday. March 6th. March 6th. It'll be the worst day of your life, and it'll just be Sunday for me. And I was like, God damn, he cut another perfect promo. Son of a bitch. <sighs> I hope everybody in the back of that company is taking notes when these two spar with each other. I hope the smart ones are. There's, like, I, as Cornette would say, it, it better be a sellout of that curtain because this is how you do it. This is right. how you talk people into a building. Right. I, I miss. Uh, it's good that the companies are at a point where they can seemingly just not sell out arenas, but put people in the arena to run. These two companies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're, they're not hurting for tickets. They're, you know. But I wish, I almost wish it was back in the day where you had to cut these promos mm-hmm. to put butts in the seats because then they would all be great promos. Like, like, I mean, not every wrestler in the 70s and 80s was a great promo. Yeah. But even the mediocre ones could cut a promo to get across what was going on mm-hmm. to get you to be like, man, I kind of want to see that match anyway. Nowadays, there's what? I know they have a bloated roster, but let's just go in percentages. There's what? 5% of that roster can cut a promo that's going to make you give a shit about AEW? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's less than 10 people. You've for sure. got Punk and JF. I think Danielson can get you there. Yep. Moxley can get you there. Yep. Kingston can get you there. Yep. After that, I'm sure there's a couple of others, but I, I have to start thinking. Jericho, Jer- Jericho, 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 not anymore. He can't. Jericho could in the old days. And in, in, when this he first has, started. So he has the ability. He 
like he can't do yeah. it because uh, he doesn't even believe it. But. Anybody else, Joe? Can you think of anybody I mentioned? Uh, FTR could if they talk. Yeah, they they they, they cut good, really good promos. Uh, Dan Lambert. Lambert, Dan Lambert of all things. Yeah, no. So I mean, they have people. Moxley. I said Moxley. Oh, okay. They have people who can do it. Because Omega can't, the Bucks can't. Yeah, that's not what they do. No, yeah, it's not Cody them. tried, couldn't. Cody. Cody tried so hard to be John Cena and CM Punk put together, and it just was not a thing. Jesus, How can you, if you're Cody Rhodes, tangent, I'm sorry, you're going to pick two motherfuckers to pattern yourself after promo-wise and character-wise, to get over to the crowd, to connect with the crowd, and you don't pick your own fucking dad, Dusty Rhodes? Or your brother, Dustin Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes could fall asleep and connect with the crowd. <laughs> How the fuck you don't pick him? Just come like, out wearing a giant red coat. <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> I don't get it. Just proves, Corey, you and I were right about Ted DiBiase. Right? Just looking more and more correct every day. <laughs> How the fuck? We still have time for that bet to pay off. <laughs> How the fuck can you be from the loins of Dusty Rhodes and get none of his charisma? Man, how bad was his mom? Oh, my God. Uh, some quick things about AEW. Uh, we're getting another member of House of Black. Yeah, I wonder who Jack? it is. Jack? Jack Black. Jack Black, there it I is. I wonder who it is. I know that Buddy Murphy is waiting to debut. So there's or a Buddy Matthews. Matt, Buddy Matthews. Or, yeah, um, which I'm high on that. If he can go. Uh, he, we know he can go, but is he going to be part of that group? or? That doesn't really fit with me. I, it I, doesn't, but I don't know. We'll see. I guess so. They always shock me. So and then we'll what, do you, what do you think of this? So there is a triple threat JY match. Maybe? No, Bullet Club. He's Bullet Club. Uh, we have a triple threat match at Revolution for the tag titles. So it's going to be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending their titles against two people, two teams that are going to do. There are going to be two battle royals this week. There's a tag team battle royal and a. Tomorrow is on Wednesday, and then the next week, and then the winners of those are going into are going the, into the triple threat match yes. with Jurassic. It's convoluted, but it's just a way to get the Young Bucks and Red Dragon both in there. Because whoever wins this one moves on, and then all the teams that have a second chance battle yeah. royal, and then yeah. But teams in it right now. I'm looking at the photo. You have Dragon Bucks, FTR, Pride, uh, Pride and Powerful, Butcher Blade, uh, Ass Boys. Best Friends, Dark Order, 2.0, uh, Private Party. I forgot about a guy. Christian could talk you in. He, he, can, he, he can do it. I, can I just calm people down online about how Christian's being misused? And, and well, He hasn't wrestled in like three months. He hasn't wrestled on TV since September. Yeah. Nobody needs him to wrestle. Well, here's the thing, too. There's obviously a plan in place. Yeah. He's we turning on. all know he's going to turn on that team, yeah. and then he'll wrestle. You can't yeah. trust a Canadian. It's going to be him and Jungle Boy. Obviously, that's the thing. Well, we've known it since day one. Let them... And also, have you not? He knows how to wrestle. What do we need to learn from Christian? We know he can wrestle. Yeah. We've seen all we needed to see with Christian. Oh, but his good. t-shirt says outwork everyone, and he, he never wrestles. It, it wasn't uh, his choice. Uh, <laughs> it's called a storyline, bro. Get with it. Calm down. Like, this company has Punk and Danielson. Who? Like, I love Christian, but okay. If he never wrestles again, I, it's fine. <laughs> like, Jesus. It's like, at least he's not. Uh, I never thought I'd say this. He's not Edge. 
And he's not ruining his legacy like Edges every Fuck, time. Fuck, man. And no fault of Edges. In the ring, he's perfectly fine when they let him wrestle. Like, because it's not every day. Yeah. He couldn't cut it if it was constantly. But the way they use him, he still has effective matches. However, the creative around everything he's done since coming back is god-awful. So the Rumble, he should just never wrestle again after that Rumble. That's what it should have ended right there. Would have been the perfect way to end. Perfect way to go out. Get one more match, Eddie. You look great. Fuck. Yeah. Anything you're excited about, Joe? I'm excited for our brackets. Oh, what's happening for that already? Yes, it is. As what, what are we doing? Mr. Bracket Man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Come on, Bracket Man. So, we put round one, round one up. Of on, what? On the Twitters. Of what? I'm fucking getting there. Of what? God damn, Jeff Mack. Calm down. Of what? You know why? Because we love brackets and... Now hold on. In Blanchard, Blanchard country. country. I'm not fucking telling you what we did then. <laughs> you figure it out. Okay. You can figure it out at in Blanchard, Blanchard country. country. She agrees. Let the no sell this whole See? fucking thing. <laughs> so round one of the greatest WrestleMania, as voted on by you, No Cell Nation. First round matchup was WrestleMania 19 versus WrestleMania 14. And with 89% of the votes, the number one seed moves on. Jesus. I'm guessing. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm changing it. No, fuck it. I was just wondering. WrestleMania 19. I was asking. I was like, who won? WrestleMania 19. Yeah. I I guess I just spoiled the fact that I didn't pay attention to it. Well, you voted once and then, you know. I did vote once. Yeah. I wasn't going to stuff the ballot box. I was trying to 14, baby. (laughs) I, I I'll be honest. I was one of the one that picked fourteen. <laughs> oh, I, I, it was for it was for uh, it was like what was it like thirteen to one at the time? So I was like, I'll give you. I mean, pop culture wise, fourteen was yeah. way more important than nineteen. But yeah. all things considered, so what's next, Monsignor Bracket Man? Don't worry about it. Jesus. Next matchup. Ne- next round one matchup would be WrestleMania twenty four versus WrestleMania thirty. Ooh, wow, this is a close Old one. database, what do we got here for these events? WrestleMania 24 happened in Orlando, Florida. Yep. They actually went at a loss when it came to cleaning up the, uh, what's what's the name of that? It was, it's different now. It was yeah, called now it's like the, the campfire or something. Citrus Bowl at the citrus time. Citrus Bowl, yeah. yeah. They actually ran at a loss because they spent so much money perking it up. It was required to run that event. Orlando was like, you have to fix the state. And they were like, Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Vince, <laughs> one, I remember the story. One of the guys asking Vince, why would you do this if we lost money fixing it up? And he's like, oh, uh, to prove a point to cities that we can do this for you and still. And they've been back multiple times. Yeah. Every 33 was in the same fucking <laughs> yeah. place. Um, this is probably best known for the Floyd Money Mayweather Big Show celebrity like match. Is it? Or is it? Oh, no. Around pop culture, around the outsider. Inside, it's known as Ric Flair's retirement match. And the famous, I'm sorry, I love you, super kick for Sean. um, Which was a great match. Um, So was, I mean, for what it was, so was Mayweather and Big Show. It was fucking ridiculously good. It was uh, one of the best celebrity uses of somebody. And considering it was supposed to be a tag match originally. And Um, uh, Mayweather took bumps, which I didn't think he would take, which was crazy. It also kind of helped, too, that he kind of, you know, in the lead-up, he uh, he tagged Big Show a little bit, more than he thought he was going to, and Big Show got legitimately angry. He ran like a motherfucker, 
<laughs> that big tall bitch, some bitch. Because yeah, I mean, this is like big show. In fact, it was the night he returned. Yeah, he came back all skinny and shit. Yeah, and Mayweather but went, but broke he, his nose and he went heel. <laughs> he came out baby face pop and then he went heel. And I mean, he ran across that barricade so fast. I was like, yeah. I was like, I know Mayweather's fast, but he might catch him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. Uh, I've never seen that big dude that pissed in my life. It was a really life. good build. It was. And to think it was supposed to be Mayweather and Big Show yeah. as a team against Ray and some Mexican boxer. Was I, it De La Hoya? I think it was De La Hoya. Was it was. It yeah. was. Because Mayweather had just beat De La Hoya yeah, the year was. before. That was the original plan. Yeah, boxing plan. fans. He won. Deal with it. That was the original plan. It broke apart quickly. That would so have terrible. They, so they decided Christ. to just go with Big Show versus Mayweather. They made the right call. It was good. Um, and then, of course, Edge and, and Undertaker having a really good World Heavyweight title match where that was the first time I had to admit Edge was a certified main eventer. Yeah. Because he did something I thought impossible for me as a jaded wrestling fan. They put that match on last, which I thought was a mistake. Yeah. Because I thought everybody and their grandmother knows Undertaker is not losing this match. And also, you knew Sean was winning. So why put this on last and leave no doubt to the crowd? Right. However, the match was worked so well, and Edge did such a good job, that uh, when he hit that one spear, I bought into the fact that he was breaking the streak. Yeah. I honestly did. And then when Taker kicked out, I came back down to earth. I was like, oh, no, he's just I was like, oh, no, just he's, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but but for, for like 10 seconds, I believed, and I was jaded as you come. I'm the, yeah, I'm the old school fan so- who's like, Weirdly enough, this is the last Mania I didn't watch live. Yeah. I watched 20 live, didn't watch any through 24, and then from 25 on, I've watched every one of them live. It's funny. I missed 20. I I can't believe I didn't call into work that night. Fucking idiot. (laughs) What was I thinking? My God. So way back, and then my roommates bought it and then recorded it and left the VHS tape in my bedroom so I could watch it when I got home. Now, Joe, that's a tape. <laughs> I, I know that. Is. <laughs> I have the No Hold Bar tape. So that's uh, 24. That's 24. About 30. 30. Well, 30s. Do we call that the last famous one? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, mean, I think so. The Superdome in New Orleans. The Mercedes Benz. I mean, Super technically, there's one more on our list. Yeah. After that. But, it's but this the, one's a famous one. It's the famous one. Yeah. So this is the uh, the rise of Yeslamania. This is yep. this is Daniel Bryan's night. He wins the first match against Triple H. Good Triple, match. Oh, real good match. Real good match. Second best WrestleMania opener of all time behind Brett Owen. I, that's fair. I think we figured that out. I think we did. We have. Uh, and then uh, later on in the night, of course, he defeats Randy Orton and Batista to win the world uh, heavyweight title. Kind of a fun fact: he beats three fourths of Evolution in one night. Weird, right? To win that title. It's a mystery. Crazy. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, I mean, the big story of the, the show, moment. The big story is is the Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar. Uh, I believe you and I were watching this together. We thought the ref fucked up. Yeah, we were like, I did too. Somebody's fucking fired. Yeah. Oh my god, you just counted the, the three. First thing, the, the th- okay, so the three happened, and just like in the Superdome, it was quiet in your place. You and me were on the couch. We're both just like. Because we weren't paying attention. We were just like, ah, whatever. We, we were thought like, he was going to win. What? What? Was, we heard the bell ring. We were I, like. I had like, I think like five, six people over and we watched it and it was quiet. And everybody went, the ref fucked up. Please the tell me Jeff The ref fucked up. Yeah, of course. I would have paid money to see Jeff's reaction to this match. Uh, and uh, was it like just, the guy in the crowd. 
But yeah, everybody in the ring's like the ref fucked up. Your your cousin was quiet after yeah. a bit. We're like, I I turned to him. I'm like, that ref is getting fired. We that all ref might get murdered. Everybody everybody in the same room had the same exact thought that this ref was going to get fired. And then it was beautiful because then they pan. You saw Heyman like like shock, and he just started to smile. I was like, oh, you fuckers! Because then, we, you fuckers! We're, everybody was like, it's gonna. They fucked up. They fucked up. But. The beautiful part is, even on TV, nobody said anything. And then they panned to the Tron, and it said 21 and 1. Yeah. And that's when you realized... Oh, it was legit. Nope, that's legit. Damn. Did you hear the reports that Vince was crying Yeah. afterwards? Vince like, went with him to the uh, hospital, they say. Yeah. But I, even after the event, after he thought about it, and he, uh, he won't ever admit it, but those who are close to him say that he regrets doing it. Like, he... He talked himself into it that week, but he regretted it almost immediately. If he had one more day, he would have yeah. talked himself out of it. Take yeah. him with a one. Take her with a one. If, if, if WrestleMania was a two-night show. Yeah, and that and went on night two. Night two. Take her wins. Uh, it was so funny because that right, I mean, right after it happened, there was crazy hot takes. People were pissed that he won, right? But then it morphed into like, well, who should have? Like, it should have been Edge two years or whatever it was, right? In hindsight, no, Brock was the right call. It could have been. It was the absolute right call. It could have been that four year run of Sean, Sean, Triple H. It's the only one that made sense, was Brock. The only other one that makes sense, and they they didn't know they were going to do it at the time, but 33 with Roman. Yeah. If he was still undefeated, that would have made sense, too. That would have been Roman with the way they finished the show, too. Yeah. But Brock made 100% sense. And they had. You know why? Because they had to rehab Brock because of what Triple H did to him the previous year. Yeah. Yeah. Brock meant nothing going into that mania. Nope. He was as cold as you could be considering that was just a year after he came back. And they managed to cool him off that level. And then he did this, and then, then really, Cena at SummerSlam, it right? was the one-two punch of beating Taker and then doing what he did to I Cena mean, at SummerSlam. Dismantling John Cena that, at SummerSlam. That made the Brock that we're seeing right now. So, mm-hmm. yep. so I mean, it, it was... In hindsight, it, it did its purpose and then so. It's beautiful. It's what, it's what made the Brian win at the end of the night so great. Because like that crowd was like... I mean, they they, needed, they shot they killed that crowd. They needed something on purpose. Yeah, they did it on purpose. They needed something in Brian. It was terrific booking the entire show, mm-hmm. except for that garbage ass match where Wyatt should have beat Cena. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent should have beat John Cena. He was never the same after that night. Nope. As much as they killed, they made Brian. They killed Wyatt dead. Just because Cena couldn't lose at Mania. God, what a great character that was, man. God damn it. Oh, and uh, the shield decapitated the Attitude Era in like 13 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. that I love that part. <laughs> I was like, yes! God damn it, yes. So yeah, that's 24 versus 30, folks. That is a... They're close. Woo. Those are close in quality. That's a good matchup right there. This could go either way. That's a good matchup. Looking forward to it. Kind of watch those again now, to be honest. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Kind of want to watch those again. I mean, Good idea. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, guys. Devin, we're watching Rebel Co. We are. There it's it is. Group. We're watching her. As you can go listen to us at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts, and everything Corey does, I guess, while watching Rebel Co. Nah, nothing. You do nothing? Limp City. Yeah. <laughs> When he is not getting off. No. Del- Danica Delarouge. Oh, oh, okay. When, uh, when. I shot all over the place. 
when and when he is sheeing off on every all over the place, he's listening to us on Spotify. That's right. He li- we are on Spotify. So go look up No Cell Entertainment on Spotify, and you can also listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>